Where was I? Oh, yeah, this is the part where I tell you, please. Well, first I say thank you. Because if you're here, you would probably like, subscribed, and or followed us. If you haven't, do all of those three things because, you know, it makes it cool and we might break 17 cents. We're over 21 bucks now. Total? Yeah. For a year's work. Not quite. It's not November 7th yet. We are shrewd business guys. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, thank you for liking, subscribing, and following This Is Truly News. If you would, like, subscribe, and or follow, and then have all your friends do it, and their friends, and so on, and so on, and so on, we'd be just pleased as we'd be as pleased as yellow near absolute zero this is true really news with scott combs and tony vercanis all the news you're about to hear is true really as far as you know i don't know what that means but but they all washington county deputies were called to the residence one on the 18,700 block of northwest shadow lane in rock creek concerned maybe no washington county maryland that might be true that could be i didn't check to see what state uh it's concerning a reported burglary around 4 48 a.m the resident reported there was an unknown man sleeping on his kitchen floor (laughs) upon arrival deputies did in fact encounter one sleeping christian castillo Mr. Castillo was awakened, handcuffed, arrested, and charged with two counts of burglary, attempted theft, trespassing, and criminal mischief. He's now sleeping in Washington County Jail. Well, mischief, I mean, he was sleeping. How mischievous is that? (laughs) Awakened, handcuffed, and and there's no breakfast in there. Come on. And mischief is also kind of cheeky and fun. Uh, how how has anyone ever described anyone (laughs) whose sleep is hysterical? God, he's a funny sleeper. Well, my granddaughter, oh, she moves a lot, bounces yeah. herself into the wall. It is kind of funny when you hear it. Kalunk. A UK teen had to undergo emergency surgery. Before we do this, yeah, I'm suggesting that any children and males <laughs> leave. Yeah, yeah, you may not want to have to explain this. The shock value here is just not worth it. <laughs> A UK teen had to undergo emergency surgery after a, I don't know, what's the word? Strange, weird, bizarre, bananas, nuts, what the hell were you thinking attempt to measure his manhood resulted in him getting a USB cable lodged in his urethra. There are two words that leap to mind. That's the first word. And the second word is how? (laughs) How? Why? The phallic fiasco. Way to go, New York Post. <laughs> Reportedly began after an unnamed 15-year-old boy was triggered by sexual curiosity. They mostly are. And if they always are, yeah. Oh, look, it's morning. I'll have breakfast and oh, sex. I, ne- in- I never even thought of something. That, like no. You know, here, let's plug this into. No. No. Anyway, he the curiosity got the you know what curiosity does it kills the cat and almost the kids. Um, well, he, you drunk. know, and he figured out that he wasn't USB three compatible. He inserted the USB wire into the urethra. I'm not talking to you anymore. For a rather winceworthy study that was actually published in the medical journal Urology Case Reports, can you imagine the poor sob that had to read it? The headline or, was per worse the poor guy that had to write it. Well, think about. Think about what the headline would have been. Holy crap, you're not going to believe this. 
How and Owl. That's the headline. <laughs> Why? The sex experiment. See, that New York Post was on fire. Mm. The sex experiment backfired when the cable became, well, actually, it was front fired, became when the cable became lodged in the curious teen's scrotum like an electronic catheter. So he tries to extract it himself, and the USB cord does what cords do. Got all tangled, and there he is in pain. And well, the whole cord's not in, so you know where it's showing. You wonder if there's a mouse at the other end. <laughs> so the plugged-in boy's family, I tell you, they were on fire, transported him to the hospital after he began urinating blood. Began? After initial attempts to remove the wire failed, the teen was transferred to University College Hospital London to see if they could do the extrication. Oh, boy. The plugged-up boy's family. Wait, I, hang on. Where is I? Oh, per the report. The embarrassed boy asked to speak to doctors without his mother present, please. <laughs> Kid, it's over. Whereupon he confessed to his frightening sexcapade. <laughs> Subsequent x-rays revealed that there was a veritable cordial knot of USB wire inside the teen, which required surgeons to make an incision in a place you never want an incision. It's between two places and it's tender. They cut a hole, pulled out part of it, snipped it off, then pretty much kind of sort of fished it out, pulled the plug, if you will. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Thankfully, the boy recovered without incident and was discharged from the hospital the following day. He did, I suspect, sit and or walk funny until everything healed up. Uh, He did have to undergo a follow-up scan two weeks later and will require monitoring in the future. Oh, (laughs) you think that's. That's a given. Yeah. He's one of those guys that's never going to shower naked again. His mother's, no, you don't. And this is our son's bedroom. There's no door. No, there's not. (laughs) On a similar note, Rebecca Weiss, an industrial design graduate from the University of Munich and inventor of the COSO male birth control device, was named Germany's winner of the James Dyson Award, which celebrates, encourages, and inspires the designers of new problem-solving ideas. The COSO uses an ultrasound testicle bath to temporarily stop sperm mobility. If the guys came back in the room, send them back. Should have really stayed out. (laughs) The device only needs to be used every few months to keep the sperm inert and prevent eggs from being fertilized. The inventor said she's hoping for the Dyson Award. Uh, rather, she's hoping the Dyson Award will, will help her obtain funding to put the COSO through clinical trials. She should have no trouble attracting volunteers. I, for one, am looking forward to the travel COSO for businessmen on the go and the pocket COSO for those crucial one-night stands. Uh, proof will do anything so we can screw around like animals. Uh, nurse has unsuccessfully tried to sue the NHS. Wow, we're kind of got a sort of a medical theme. Yeah, we do. In a weird and disturbing way, and this won't help. You know, I wonder if you have to have to close that thing around. But never mind. Don't do it like that. Oh, now I'm thinking of that silly musical with the plant and the. Ooh. <laughs> okay, sorry. Continue. Where were you? I was just leaving. A nurse was unsuccessfully. Hey, gun. A nurse has what a letter makes. A nurse has unsuccessfully tried to sue the NHS after claiming she was being secretly hypnotized at work to force her to uncontrollably fart. 
<laughs> How did I find this story? And not you, uh, well, gaseous you know, genius. You, so you used the electric Google machine again? No, it just showed up. Oh, nice. I'm reading it going, I can't. I, well, I have to. <laughs> Sandra <laughs> hypnotized to fart. <laughs> Sat at work. So apparently home was okay. Sandra Sampson insists she was suffering from unwelcome gastrointestinal disturbances at work, including flatulence. The tribunal heard she also claimed that she was being possessed. In her private part, oh, she's being possessed. Her private parts were being attacked, and she was gaslighted through the use of low-frequency sound waves. Ms. Sampson blamed the perceived paranormal experiences on poor heating and ventilation in the hospital unit she works at. The staff nurse at Ealing Hospital London self-diagnosed herself. See, sometimes Google's not your friend. Uh, self-diagnosed herself as being a target of idio- idiomotor phenomenon. It's a rather little-known hypnotic concept, which is said to make people make movements unconsciously. Is it like the chicken thing they do in Vegas? I have been trained in this, and I'm having a problem with it. The acute medical unit nurse described it as extremely bothersome. Well, she got that right. She sent an email to work in April 2019. The email led bosses to become rather concerned about her mental health. They referred her to an occupational health team. Or the country of Malawi, you know. That would well no, I think she fits in London. She can go see the kid. This is true, really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network. <laughs> 